What's up, everybody? This is Stick to Football. I'm Matt Miller, lead draft writer at BR, and joining me every Friday morning, my buddy Mello. And I came at you tonight, but not like Cam Newton and Kelvin Benjamin. Holy awkward. That, those are two big dudes that just, they That's need cool. to just fight. Rough and rowdy. 6'5", 240 apiece. Tell the tape on those two is pretty even. Now, I've also, this is happening like real time for us as we record. People are already coming at Kelvin Benjamin being like, oh, you want no part of Cam Newton. Like, what's he supposed to do? Fight him on the football field? Of course, he's going to walk away. He's not backing down. Like, he's right there in Cam Newton's face. Right. He's just not doing anything I about it. I felt like Cam came up, Kelvin turned and got into it, and then yeah. he got there. Yeah, so that's that's what's going on right now. I mean, we record Thursday he, night. He came out and said it, put him with any other quarterback, and he's going to be more successful. And yeah. then he owned up to it. Like, he didn't back down from it at all. He didn't sit there and shake right. Cam's hand. So no, whatever. We'll Own find it. out said real it. soon. We're going to go around the league in today's show. We're going to get you updated on that. You're good. I'm just pointing because I'm talking to you. So we're going to go around the league. <laughs> all right, you're freaking me yeah. out over here. Yeah. Like, there's Why a are you bird in the studio. Me? What do I need yeah. to be alerted about? <laughs> <laughs> That's a pterodactyl. We're going to continue our top 25 teams. We're on teams 20 through 16. Top fives this week is a good one. Top five quarterback controversies. And I didn't put one on there that I just thought of. I'm going to add that to my list. And They're all over the place right now. We'll close it out with just the tip. So good show. Football is back. As we are recording, there are 12 games on tonight, on Thursday night. It's so exciting. Even if I... Don't be the guy when someone's like, fuck yeah, football's back, and you tweet, it's preseason. I mean, it is, it's the preseason, but it's still, it's football. I don't care. It's, and you know that it's getting closer. Like right here in Missouri tonight, it's dark and it's kind of stormy. There's football on. I wonder where a hoodie. It's just, it's nice. It's, you can see it. It's on the horizon. Like we're almost there for the real thing. And I like preseason. It gives you a chance to watch some of these guys like we, we're doing with the scouting reports, these late round guys that get a chance to actually play. Yeah. And I used to always love watching backup quarterbacks. I Same. don't know why, but I, I love watching it. Get those starters out. They don't even need to practice or do the preseason games right now. I want to see what the other guys have, like a Chase Daniel. Yeah, or the Brogan Robacks of the world. <laughs> yeah, he's talking that cooler, cool. buddy. QB2. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting for sure. A lot of good games. Saquon Barkley. Ripped off a 39-yard run to start things off. It was a good one, too, because it looked just like what he used to do at yes. Penn State. And people are already tweeting, it's against the Browns. Yeah, and it is, and oh, it's preseason, yep. but it's still, it's It's nice football. I'm excited. I don't care who's playing. It's fo- it's yeah. not the CFL. It's football. It's- yeah, I mean, he made some moves on some people, so let's give him yeah. a little bit of credit. Let's talk about the team he made that run on. The Cleveland Browns, hard knock started. It was on. Tuesday night, it's on HBO. You guys should definitely check it out. This is not me plugging HBO, but that show is worth the subscription. Just sign up for the month. Get the trial. (laughs) Hard Knocks, Cleveland Browns. Uh, My takeaways, Jarvis Landry is the man. I love him. Uh, Carl Nassib, honestly, is probably too smart. Is he a genius or what? You cannot get 10% return. You can't. No, probably not. The thing that I love the most about it was when he was talking about Instagram. It's like, if you spend two hours a day on Instagram, that's one month out of your year. You know what I thought when he was talking about, you spend this much time on Instagram, I was thinking, man, we're not pushing enough content to Instagram if people are on there for two hours a day. (laughs) Yeah, I know. All these athletes (laughs) are like, well, I want to spend two hours on Instagram. Uh, So maybe we get on that. Yeah, maybe Look for us to do more on Instagram. I'll go ahead and shout it out. The first thing that I loved about Hard Knocks is the fact that Hugh Jackson has to pull Baker Mayfield to the side and be like, what time's number five getting here? 
Where are you at? Oh, yeah. You need to follow your boy in. What were you doing? You didn't hear when he is? Yeah. That's not a good look for the number one overall pick to already happen to be like, hey, get here a little early. What kind of career do you want? I was telling you that I heard soon after that that it was actually an access thing. Like his key card wasn't working. It was the first day. I don't know. I wasn't there. I don't know. That's weird. Was tie rods working? Yes. Then show up when fucking tie <laughs> yeah. rod shows yeah. up. You don't, don't have to worry about it. Or yeah. Like, yeah, as a teacher, I lost my key one time or it had broken because it's the magnetic strip too. And I couldn't get in. So you know what I did? I went in when this other teacher was going to be there and I got right into the building because I was showing up when she yeah. was. If you want in, you're the number one pick in the draft. You are the future for this organization. They'll let you in the building. Yeah, we saw it with Jamal Adams earlier this week on Twitter. He's like, "Oh, I hope they didn't cut me because his card or his code wasn't working." Guess what? Somebody came to answer the door. Yeah, you're Jamal Adams. You're gonna get in the building. You're Baker Mayfield. You're a Heisman winner. The call John Dorsey. He's definitely there at five thirty in the morning. Get out sleeping there. What do you think about the RV? I think it was overhyped. Like everybody's talking about, oh, the quarterbacks have an RV. So I'm, I'm weird about like because I worked in marketing before this, and so I always pay attention to things. And and this we are not shitting on Baker Mayfield. That's not the purpose of this. But one well, thing that bothered me was he said, like, you know, most places you'd have a quarterback room. Not here. Not in Cleveland. And it was like, oh, you're just a third team under the bus, under your RV? <laughs> yeah, like, literally. <laughs> it just didn't seem like the right message, you know, of, oh, this team, the team doesn't take care of us, so I had to do it. I don't like that. No, that's not a good look. And I, I didn't even really put that together when he was talking about it, but you did. That's not a good look. Like, you're you're already not coming in early enough for whatever the coach said. You're doing some things, calling them out. It's just, it's not a good look. And I know that I have a bias against anyone that plays at Oklahoma, so I can kind of play that card for all of our listeners that also feel this way. What we saw on, like, his Facebook series, I didn't like it. It what we're seeing in hard better. knocks, no, I, I don't like it. I want the guy that's just going to come in there and work his ass off. I think it's like anything in this country right now where you have a side that you're on and you yeah. you take that information, whatever it might be, and you whatever your side is, if you're pro Baker Mayfield, you see it as, oh, he's got swagger and he's you know he's yeah. doing all these things. If you're not, then you see... Yeah, you're, you're getting beat to the facility by Tyrod Taylor, and you're, you know, the, the Facebook series was not a good look for him. Uh, so once he gets on the field, it's like I've said with Roquan Smith and guys like that. Once you get on the field, no one's going to remember is the thing. And, and there are reports that he's doing great so far on the field, yeah. and I, I bet he will. But that just the whole look of it doesn't rub me the right way. And I will be honest, a lot of that is just probably where he went to school, like yeah. both of them. So I don't know if he's going to earn his stripes in his camp. Stripe? You want, before we move on, <laughs> this is the dumbest shit in the world. You are a professional athlete. It is your job, and they are they get that. Well, number one, why'd they put the stripes on the helmets just to take Yeah, off? they did. That poor equipment guy has to go and put right. all of these fucking stripes on the helmet, right. to then just take them right off. If you are a professional athlete and you can't get your ass up in the morning and go to practice and work... The stripe's not going to do it for you. You're not waking up at 530 in the no. morning being like, you know what? I can sleep for 15 more minutes or I could earn that stripe today. Right. I'm going to go get my stripe. And I, I tweeted, I don't think after high school that is a motivator. And I know like Ohio State does the Buckeye and those are cool. Like pride stickers. One school does it well. And it's Ohio State. Yep. 
I don't think that stuff matters. No, I and I think that's different too because that's like game to game and then you earn it and it's something to be proud of. You know they're going to get their stripe because I'm looking at preseason highlights. I'm seeing stripes on helmets, I think. Yeah, Jarvis Landry is making plays and I see stripes on helmets. Okay, and it's going to be like an NFL rule. Like exactly. They have to be all the same. Like They're going to get their stripes. This isn't some high school where you're going to have 12 kids out there that do have I the decal. My sophomore year, they decided we had to earn the L on our helmets for exactly. liberal. Yep. And it was like, you got to earn your, okay, yeah. Because guess what? Our fucking coach was psycho, and he would actually put half of us out there with an L on our helmets. Yeah, we did that, too, when I was in high school. We changed the logo, and it was to a bulldog. And then I, it was like all this big game plan, just this huge setup. And we had a good half of football in, like, game three. And so when we got in there, he was like, everybody gets their decal. And it was supposed to, like, rally us up. I, yeah. We ended up getting our ass kicked. I'm and you're sure. probably late out of yeah, the like, locker room. After. Oh, we didn't make any halftime adjustments. Crooked and, yeah. yeah. But at least we got those uh, decals. One thing that would rile me up, Jarvis Landry. Holy shit. Yeah, and judging by what we've seen with these receivers, somebody needed to say it. Yeah. And this whole team, they probably they just need that leader that can step up. And, he, and I think and a lot of people... Uh, really downplayed the move to get him. And I remember at the time, uh, I think Connor and I on a show talked about, it, it's not just about catches. It's about culture. And you, you mentioned Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams is probably never going to lead the NFL in interceptions. No. But he's one of the best leaders in football already. And so I think Jarvis Landry, you're, you're doing the same thing. You're trying to get a guy who's going to instill a culture that everyone else can follow. So I, I think it's worth it. And his hard knock speech, if you haven't seen it, get out from under the rock that apparently has iTunes and you're listening to this podcast. And I, I believe it. I don't think that was one of those situations where a dude was just stepping up there and being fake. I believed his speech and I think he really felt it and he meant what he was saying. It wasn't just like a, a JJ Watt situation. Right. Yeah. There was no Fort Minor playing. One more thing about hard knocks. And I don't know if we're going to do a review every week, but maybe we will. Um, <laughs> Hugh Jackson, man. Oh, my gosh. That was hard to watch. I haven't seen a dude that needed to cry so bad since Dan died. Like, right. that was me. And that's what hit me, too, is like, um, if you're new to this podcast, maybe you don't know, but our best friend and co-host passed away at the end of March. And, uh, I, I mean, he passed away on a, a late Thursday night, early Friday morning, and I had a mock draft due. And, of course, everyone at Bleach Report's super cool. They're like, hey, man, don't worry about anything. You take as much time as you need. And I, I text my editors and was like, you know what? Working might actually be exactly what I need. So I came into the office, tried to write a mock draft. I made it four picks in and started bawling. <laughs> well, like, there's no way you would have made it to the Falcons. Yeah, like, anyway. right. And just like sobbing uncontrollably. And like, that was my best friend. Hugh Jackson lost his brother his, and his yeah, mom. Within two weeks. Of and each so other. they're like, he's like, oh, my mom died this morning. Click. Here's inside zone. Yes, I love that. He's what? in the coaches meeting with everybody. He's going over stuff. John Dorsey pops in. Is like, how you doing? Yeah. And Hugh Jackson just, oh, you know, it's rough. It sucks, but I'm here. I'm doing it. And John Dorsey gives him the like, all right, let me know if you need anything. Steps out. Hugh Jackson hits every other coach with the, oh, by the way, my mom died this morning. And they're all like, what? Yeah. Oh, so sorry. And he's like, yep. So uh, this is what our zone reads gonna look like. And just boom. And it He's shows you, like, it, it's become romanticized that, like, these guys don't have lives. They don't. 
they, they really don't. And it, it's become one of those things because of Twitter where everyone makes fun of everything. You know, it's like, oh, let's make fun of these guys that football's not that hard. You don't need to work all the time. Football is that hard. Oh, yeah. It is. And anyone who doesn't, I, it is that fucking hard. And there's a reason these guys have to compartmentalize the way they do. So um, we've been hard on Hugh Jackson a lot in this podcast, but I genuinely... Uh, you know, thoughts and prayers to him because I can't even imagine that. No, that would that would be terrible, and that's the worst thing that could probably ever happen to someone. Yeah. So, moving on from Hugh Jackson and the Browns, uh, I hope they win some games this year. Damn it, I think they will. Let's uh, a couple other things going on. Big news uh, at Alabama. Jalen Hurts comes out, talks about the quarterback battle that's really been quiet all summer. It's been like, is he going to transfer? Is Tua going to start? What's going to happen? Jalen Hurts finally comes out and kind of breaks the silence, I guess you would say. Yeah, sounds off about how he's he's kind of upset that none of the coaches have talked to him about the situation to see what he's dealing with. And I say, like, man, get over it. I get that you're the quarterback and that you've led your team to two national championships, won one of those games. But this is a new season. And what coaches tell every team, I don't care at what level, at the beginning of the year, they say every job is open. Even if they don't mean it, they tell everyone, your job is open. Right. We don't have any guaranteed starters. So quit being so upset about it. This is football. You've been hearing this since you were a little You kid. also got benched in the national championship game. Yeah. So, so uh, sorry, dude. <laughs> to a guy open. that played very well and won the game for you. Right. Team. He came in and played a half of football and looked great. Reminds me of a little guy, and we're going to get to quarterback controversies. Reminds me of a little guy named Tom Brady. Exactly. Like, you're just, your job's always on the line. Always. I don't care what any coach says or anything. Your job's always on the Wally line. Wally Pip. Look at, I mean, Georgia last year, even yes. when Jacob Eason got hurt. Next guy up. It's and what you do guy in the NFL. It's really good. I cannot believe, I wish I could see Nick Saban's face. I bet he's apoplectic. Like, just. He's got that remote control door, and he's just hitting the button, <laughs> slamming it over and over again from his desk. I, after saying that, if Jalen Hurts plans on staying with this team, like I just don't see how you could. I don't know how it works. I don't think you can get out of Nick Saban's doghouse. You're just there, not unless forever. you play defense. Like that's the <laughs> yeah. only. Does unless Jaylen you're play safety? Back. Yeah, right. that's yeah, about the only way. But to come out and say this as like a college guy, there's a reason why they keep these guys away from the microphone. Like they're yeah. just they're not ready for that kind of pressure yet. And you can see like when he pops off that it's it's just not gonna be good for Alabama. But I have no doubt that they are still gonna be very successful. Yeah, there's spoiler alert, gonna be very high when we get to the <laughs> top five yeah. top twenty five <laughs> countdown because it's like my thing with I always pick the Patriots to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's just I mean you're right more often than happen. you're wrong. They've been dominant since like two thousand eight. They're yeah. going on like ten right. years now. Uh so. a school has not been dominant. This is the craziest story. North Carolina suspends 13 players for selling shoes. Can we just pay these guys already? I know. Like, what the hell? You're giving them the shoes. Who cares Let them they do, do what they want with it. You gave them away. Those are their shoes now. Let them sell the damn shoes. Now, they were getting a shitload of money, like $2,000. Yeah, but those are like rare, like Jordan, Jordan. stuff, right? Yeah, so. so they only gave them to the North Carolina players. There's only a limited, like, probably, what, 100 of them? Probably. They're selling them Who for good cares, money. Though? Yeah, just like A.J. Green with his jersey that he sold. Yeah. Let them. Who cares? Like, why are we governing these guys so much that they can't even do this stuff? They can't even, like, they have to worry about what they're eating, what meal right. is appropriate. Now, like, the guys in Florida who took their, uh, like, the tuition cards, bought laptops, said the laptop's stolen, 
That's wrong. I mean, that's fraud in the real yes. world. But if someone gives you something, you should be able to sell it. Exactly. Especially shoes. There's so many places. Check Craigslist. Could Jesus. you imagine like if BR was like, hey, guys, we got like a, a deal with some company. Here's a bunch of gear. And I'm like, ah, shit, wrong size. Or I don't really need this. Yeah. I'll throw it on Facebook Marketplace. Right. Exactly. Or if you went out and bought some shoes or if you gave me some shoes. Yeah. You're like, here, these won't work for me. You can have them. Or for whatever reason, you gave them to me. I can do what I want. They're my shoes now. I can sell those sons of guns. Yeah. And if I'm getting That's a it. couple thousand dollars for them, gone. Good those for you. Those shoes are Good in the mail tomorrow. You. It's like, I mean, I'm going to start wearing stick to football stuff and calling it game worn and putting it on eBay. <laughs> yeah. Like, there just you go. to see. I mean, I did it and it, I gave it away, but it went pretty fast. So yeah, it did. I, I think we got a thing going there. Might with happen. Game worn. Wait. Uh, Speaking of stick to football gear, I don't know if now is the right time to say this, but I'm going to. We will be September 15th in Austin, Texas for USC at Texas. We are looking for uh, some locals who can help us figure out where to be before and after the game. So hit us up on Twitter uh, at NFL Draft Scout at Mellow Esquire if you have that information. Now moving along to Aaron Rodgers. Best for last. Oh, baby. He did two interviews this week. Uh, Which is with, crazy. One <laughs> with, uh, I believe, Kevin Clark of The Ringer, and then one with Mike Silver of NFL Network. And didn't hold back at all. He went off about the uh, misperceptions surrounding the anthem protest, and he went off about his receivers not being any good. Uh, and I love it. Like, I have not been his biggest supporter, and I've always thought he was kind of a shitty teammate, which, okay, maybe. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Calling your receivers shit isn't good. But it's about damn time somebody stands up and talks about the anthem. And not just somebody, a dominant white player exactly. in the NFL. That's the thing, because LeBron can do it. Yep. And I'm glad he did. Uh, and, but, you know, Colin Kaepernick has been ostracized for doing it. And yes. even the, the other guys in the NFL who have spoken up Reed are not. and all these other guys. They're, great. they're not premier players. And Dak had the opportunity to and uh, back down from it. Uh-huh. And he, you got, you know, guys like Chris Long, kudos to him for what yes, he's doing. Without a doubt. But the, he's not Aaron Rodgers. No. Having Aaron Rodgers come out and being like, you know what? Yeah, this is unfair. It's not it's about the, the flag. Next, the only person with a bigger influence would be Tom Brady. Yeah. And I don't see him coming out and doing it. He had a MAGA hat in his locker. Not, yeah, either. not with his <laughs> owner. So great on Aaron Rodgers to come out and finally be like, let's look at the true issue here. These guys aren't protesting our country. Or our it's, military. Yes. And he, another part that I love on this is he comes out and says, if we're so mad about the players taking a knee, what about everybody else in the stadium? Yes. What about the people that are working the concessions? What about the people that are at the concessions? Or the cameramen that have to work through the anthem? Yeah. Or how about all you lazy son bitches that are sitting on your couch while the anthem's going off? Yeah. I remember watching the Super Bowl. That anthem starts playing in a bar. Yes. Anybody stand up Do for that? Do you remember me joking because I was a little tipsy at that bar that I was going to kneel and you told me someone would kill me? <laughs> In, yeah, Missouri, they, they definitely would, would. I would have So congratulations to Aaron Rodgers. No, I've for, never been more proud of this guy. Right. It's about fucking time that somebody, a white dominant player in the NFL, stands up for your quote-unquote family that you're always talking about, your brotherhood in Football's football. family. Then you need to be standing up for every teammate, even if it's controversial and it's not easy to do. All right, we are back, and we're going to continue this college football top 25 countdown. Uh, if you missed it last week, we ripped through uh, 25 to 21. Uh, my 25, Iowa, Boise State, Kansas State, Florida, and 21 was Oregon. Mellows at number 25 was Army, Missouri, Northwestern, Oklahoma State, and Boise State. 
rounding out number 21. So let's kick this sucker off. Number 20, Mello, let's have it. I'm going with a team that we are going to go see play, LSU. They are number 20 for me because that tough schedule that they're going to have to play. And I still feel like they have a lot of questions at quarterback. They always do. And not only quarterback, I'm not sure if I'm sold on Coach O as a head coach. Like, the dude can recruit. He can coach the D-line. I don't know what he's going to be like as a head coach. It hasn't really been successful for him in the past. So they're going to land at number 20 for me. They have some great talent. Greedy Hell Williams out there. Devin White on that defense. You know they're going to be just yeah. hell to deal with. But that offensive side of the ball against you know teams like Alabama, it's going to be rough for them to score points. So here's what I just realized. LSU didn't make my top 25. I don't think that's far off. I mean, I have them at 20. You look at that schedule. Yeah, it's not good. I mean, they're going to have to play schools like Mississippi State. Ole Miss has all kinds of talent on offense if they can find somebody to throw the ball. Yeah. Yeah. So going to Auburn in there as well. Uh, yeah, just you can just do your five and I'll do mine. I think Next, well. surprising here, number 19, I'm going with the defending national champs. They lost a lot this year to the draft. UCF, I don't know. <laughs> right. What they have coming back, they do have Mackenzie Melton, who might be my favorite college quarterback to watch. He's a little bitty guy, 5'11", 185. Yep. So I, don't, I don't know if we're going to be talking about him as a prospect, but I love watching him run that offense. New sheriff in town, though, with Heupel. Right. I, I didn't love what he did at Mizzou. Nope. I didn't love that offense. I felt he held Drew Locke back. We'll see what he can do this year. He's not Scott Frost. <laughs> Let's no one say that it's probably Scott Frost, but they come in at number 19. Their running me. back's good too, right? They do. Yeah, they, they yeah. have some talent. Yeah. And like I said, defending national champs. So there's that. Number Which 18, nice. <laughs> going with another big offense, West Virginia. They play some weak-ass Big 12 defenses, but they also have a weak-ass defense themselves. They're going to have to overcome that. They've struggled in the past even with teams like Texas. That defense was nasty against them. So they're going to put up points, but can they stop anyone from scoring? Number 17 going Mississippi State. They just have to stay healthy. They've got all kinds of talent. Their quarterback is great. I think he's Connor's number one quarterback right now, if I remember Nick right. Nick Fitzgerald. He, I know or he's at least Nick up there. He can do everything on the field if he can stay healthy. So we'll see what he looks like this year coming back. And then number 16 for me, I'm going with TCU. Another group to just, if they could do anything on offense with Gary Patterson, at that defensive spot. I'd say the only thing with TCU is how much talent they lost. Just yeah, like a lot. graduation. Mississippi State had that running back that uh, hurt Alvin Mack's knee, though. Remember that? That was Iowa. Was it Iowa? Yep. There's a guard on a pool. Yep, it was. I just watched Fuck it. it. <laughs> Iowa offensive lineman. <laughs> no, Mississippi State running back got some shit talked to him. That's by right. Hey, look at me, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that was... <laughs> That's such a good movie. I need to rewatch it. I actually started watching it the other day, but I was like cleaning. And then my I, my girlfriend had the remote. And she's like, what do you want to watch while we like clean up? And I was like, uh, the program. She's like, I've seen this so many times. So it was nice. <laughs> Number 20 for me, USC, the Trojans. Uh, I know they're losing Sam Darnold. They lose Ronald Jones. They lose Deontay Burnett. I think that what they have on defense is going to be special, though. Cameron Smith, I know Port Augustine, meniscus injury. Okay, that's I, knew, probably, I knew one of them yep, got hurt. That's yep, big. That, that he's had injuries. Concern. Right. And with him, I think you start to worry about long term, but hopefully it means he'll be back faster. Emon Marshall in the secondary is a good player, and they have recruited really well there after a little bit of a down spell. So it is 
all about who's going to come in and fill in for Darnold at quarterback because it's like it feels like we've just heard name after name there. Of well, it's a, it's a USC quarterback situation. You know that they have some five star. I think it's what Jack Sears probably coming that, in to yeah. take the spot, but we'll see. Yeah, lost their running back. They've got Michael Pittman Jr. coming back at receiver, though I believe. Michael Pittman Jr. Oh, it really is. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were being funny. I was like, <laughs> no. no, no, the old Cardinals running back, Michael Pittman. Yeah. So number twenty for me, USC. Number nineteen, Boston College. Love what they have on defense. Uh, an offense, they're going to be Boston College. They're going to run the ball. Their running back is a beast. Yeah, they're though. just going to run, 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 run. Uh, so I do like Boston College. I, I wouldn't be surprised if I, I know the ACC is Clemson's going to win it. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Boston College finishes second in the ACC. And the ACC confuses me because I don't even know which side Boston College belongs to. I think they're in there with Clemson. They should be in the north. Yeah, they should, but they don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. But I... I think they have enough talent if they can get it right. AJ Dillon at running back, right? Yeah. Is that his name? Two hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah, pissed beast. off guy. Yeah, like I uh, like watching him play. He's like a throwback Ron Dr- Dane. Like Dr- or I would say Jerome Bettis. Yeah, like if Jerome Bettis were in shape. Yeah, he's he's a little quicker, like a yeah. young Notre Dame Jerome Bettis. Kind of like LJ Scott at Michigan State, but a little bigger. Yeah, <laughs> I mean he's a legit two hundred and fifty pounds. You just don't see that anymore. Uh, Number 18 for me, FSU, another team losing a lot, especially on defense to the NFL, but uh, Florida State. So I think they're going to do a lot better coming off a a six and six year. Jimbo's gone. Willie Taggart's going to come in. I think that'll be really good for them. They get their quarterback back too. Yeah. I lost him week one last year Mm -hmm. and they were ranked, what, number four in the country when he got hurt? Yeah, three or four. I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do this year. and, And I'm really just looking forward to seeing some of those skill players on offense that they've like uh, Cam Akers at running back. Like we've been seeing these guys start to come up and hopefully they can just get into a system where they can produce. So I'm excited about Florida State. Number 17, I didn't want to put them on here, but I felt like I had to. And I think I'm lower on them than most. Oh, yeah. I don't think you can get lower than me, but. Yeah, they're not. This team did not make your top 25, right? Nope, not going to be in there. Number 17 for me, Notre Dame. I think a lot of people are way over buying this team that, has to replace the left side of the offensive line, uh, has to replace uh, very good players all across the board. And I, I know they do have some coming back. I'm not sold on Brandon Wimbush. Uh, I am I think the offensive line, they're going to have to plug in a left tackle, a, a left guard, and I, I know they do it. They recruit well, but I and I also just don't think Brian Kelly's that good of a head coach. I don't either. Like that's one of the main reasons I'm out on them. And also, schedule's not looking I too say, good. They got to play Virginia Tech, Northwestern. They open against Michigan. Oh, shit. that's going to be a tough one. Then they go Vanderbilt at home, Stanford at home. Those are the first of that Notre Dame Michigan games. Game. Pitt probably get a win there. Northwestern though, looking a little tough. Then Patty back and end Patty. of the schedule. USC, Florida State, Virginia Tech. So they, I mean, they have Ball State on the schedule, but it's not going to be. They just could go easy six and them. six. Yeah, and they usually get you know a good couple losses. Yeah. But if they do anything, if they beat Michigan, they're going to be a top five ranked team. Oh, without a doubt, people are going to be ripping their pants up. They will probably be top ten preseason. Oh yes, for I think in the coaches us, poll, they probably we were. will tell you the truth. And then number sixteen for me, Overrated. Mississippi State. Again, I'm right up there with you. I think this is a really talented team. Uh, a pretty well-coached team, and it all does you know, hinge on the quarterback being healthy, though. But I, I like what Mississippi State can do. They got a defensive line, too. Uh, Simmons, Jeffrey Simmons, that boy is a beast. Yeah, so they should be good. Um, I'm excited. You, you forgot to mention we're seeing TCU as well. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, Iowa so State at TCU. Two top 20 teams that we'll be looking at this year. Yes. And then uh, one of my top 20 teams, USC. Texas has still not made your list. No. We are 10 teams in, and Texas has not made either list. Gonna I'm be... not going to reveal where, <laughs> where they're at for me. Number one. Take that, Alabama. <laughs> yeah. All right. We are back in its top five time. So excited. You're excited. So excited. I'm really I can't match your intensity. I'm trying to hold back a burp. <laughs> so excited. Uh, top five. Yeah, we had tacos before this. And they were really good. Top five time. Top five quarterback controversies. There's so much quarterback controversy going on, which you look at Tua and Jalen Hurts. You look at all this NFL Tyrod stuff. and Baker. Exactly. Josh it's, Allen and AJ McCarron. It's hot in the streets right hot, now. It's lit. So we're going to go over uh, top five quarterback controversies that we all remember. Time college or pro, I'm going to start it off for you. I'm going with the first quarterback controversy that I can remember. And looking back on it now, it's just absolutely ridiculous that it was even ever in question. But if you go back to the University of Michigan, Drew Henson won the starting quarterback job over a little guy named Tom Brady. He won the job because they wanted him back from the Yankees, right? Yeah, because he's like one of those high-profile prospects. Yeah. You know, he gets recruited. He's fucking. He's Darnell Jefferson. He comes in. He's got the band. The yeah, dancing the honeys, the dancing. <laughs> so they pretty much just give him the job. Yeah. Little do they know, they got a guy named Tom Brady. He turned out to be pretty all right in his career. So that's the first one for me, number five. I can't believe it. Just Tom Brady overlooked so much. And he was winning games and they would bench him. Like he would start the first quarter and get like a 14-0 lead, bench him. Drew Henson would come in. Yeah, they were splitting reps. And play the hot hand. The guy that can't even hit the curveball. Yeah. Which uh, is totally irrelevant in football. But he looked but like one. He still couldn't do it. I have two things that I want to talk about before I get to my number five. Number one, we should have named this podcast The Program. Yep. Just yep. missed up. Can we rebrand a year and a half in? No. <laughs> I don't think we can. But if you were from Missouri, you'd go, oh, <laughs> we have too much merchandise. Oh, it's too, too late now. Yeah. What are we going to do with Maybe. 50 hoodies? <laughs> we have a lot more than 50. Uh, so number five on my list, uh, my first year coaching, uh, and I wasn't even like a full-time coach. I was kind of helping out, uh, doing a bunch of different stuff and uh, go into August practice. And we got three quarterbacks on the roster. What are you going to do? Mellow. Our buddy Cole and Colby and McCullough oh. splitting reps of quarterback. That's my honorable mention. <laughs> but that quarterback controversy was was heated. I was really wondering where you were I mean, going. And it went into the next year after you graduated. We still had a quarterback controversy till I pulled the reins when we moved that kid to fullback. And- Not with me and Cole, though. Like We did have a little bit of a quarterback contra- controversy. But I remember getting hurt and being like knee immobilized on the sideline and getting our friend Cole, who was a freshman when I was a senior, and being like, hey, this is your fucking chance. Go take my job. Yeah. Right now, get your ass on the field. It's probably why we're still friends. Probably so. So that, that uh, moment. Honorable mention. I mean, I Cole really took this step the next year when I was his quarterback's coach. I don't know, because I was gone in college, living yeah. the dream. Had a good year. Uh, the real one for me, Ohio State several years back, Braxton Miller, JT Barrett, 12-gauge, Cardale Jones. People yeah. forget Cardale played like three games, won a national championship. He won the Big Ten and the national ch- a playoff game, playoff right? game and t- and, and, and the Natty. Natty. Yeah, pretty good run. Not working out. Not so great. Now. I mean, if you look at those guys right now, it just it doesn't seem all that special. But they dominated Back at college the time. Football. 
I think JT Barrett and Braxton Miller both were like Big Ten freshmen of the year. Right. I mean, Braxton almost won the Heisman. Oh, or was Heisman I mean, I dominated uh, TR with him in NCAA yeah. 14. Like, you JT just Barrett, can't stop him. Do you know who JT Barrett plays for right now? Ooh, I don't. Anybody? I'm, I will give anyone in this room $500 if they know who he plays for without Googling it. I want to say the Bengals. The, the Saints. Oh, really? Of course. Short quarterback with no arm strength. Where's he yep. going to go? Eh, that's it works out. That's how it works. So, But that they were dominant, those three. I, I love The Braxton got moved to that H position. Yeah, cut some weight. Everybody got thought fast. he was going to be awesome. Got drafted early. I don't know what he's doing Bring now. He's still playing receiver for the Texans. Uh, he's probably hurt again. Probably or so. Still. Or. Next one up for me, number four on my list. I'm going back to uh, one we talked about not too long ago. Alex Smith and Colin Kaepernick. That was a, That's a good one. Those are two guys that I just don't feel like they got along. So you can talk about other controversies. I really don't think they like had each other's back. Alex Smith, the number one pick, he was supposed to be the franchise guy, and then gets replaced by this big athlete that can throw the ball 100 miles an hour. Not too good of a look They for They played completely opposite because Alex is all about the short game touch, check downs. And Colin was like, I'm going to throw this fucker 120 miles an hour. Hope it doesn't break your hand. Yeah, it worked out for him. I mean, they made a Super Bowl. Yeah. Looked really good. Then the wheels kind of came off that thing for a while. Yep. Number four on my list, Russell Wilson and his nano bubbles and Jesus against Matt Flynn. And it, this controversy lasted about a week in training camp, and then it was gone. But uh, back then, they had signed Matt Flynn to a big money free agent contract, which is why a lot of people, myself included, we're not fans of them drafting Russell Wilson in the third round. Not because he wasn't a value there, but it was like, why are you double dipping? Yeah. And they traded for Charlie Whitehurst, I think. So they triple dipped, really, which just sounds good. Mm-hmm. Like an ice cream cone for triple dip. Almost sounds like a segment that we Ooh, have here. Triple dipper. Uh, so hey, Matt Flynn was a guy, though, that got a lot of money because he had one really right. good game. What do you Green think? Bay. Like, Five touchdowns in yep. one game, and then everybody thought, like, oh, this is the next That was guy. back when you just signed backups to big money deals and thought, oh, they'll be All fine. Every year, like, oh, who's, who's the best quarterback that's yeah. not starting? Let's give him a Brian shitload of Brum money. Or, you know, it yeah. worked with Matt Hasselback, and everybody thought, oh, this is the thing to do. So uh, it worked out okay for Seattle. They won a Super Bowl and then lost one, and Russell Wilson's good. I think he's okay. He's I don't know how I feel about Russell Wilson. Matt Flynn didn't work. Well. I don't know. I'm still kind of weirded out on him too. Just uh, that's the thing. I'm so weirded out about him as a human being that I have a hard time appreciating him as a football player. Uh, yeah, he is a good player. Like you can't argue that he's had, he's been very successful. But I don't even like to watch him. Like watching him try to dance and do the challenge that Drake challenge really set the guy back for me. It has nothing to do with football. I've been out on him since he said that, like, God was healing his concussions and the nano bubbles made him to where he couldn't get hurt. Yeah, that probably did it for that me. That was too. my breaking point. And the fact that the whole defense hated him as well. Like, there's just something to that. Yeah. Next one for me, I'm going to go number three. I'm going with Drew Brees and Philip Rivers. I loved Philip Rivers. Yes. He was like my In guy. college, even. And so, obviously, I wasn't scouting because I barely even do it now. But when Philip Rivers was in college, everybody was like, oh, this guy's going to be like a third-round pick. And I was pissed off about it. I was like, no, he is the best quarterback in college. He should be a high pick. And I was talking about him before the Senior Bowl. And then the Senior Bowl comes around, and dude goes off. 
Chargers draft him. Well, no. Nah, <laughs> the Giants Giant. drafted him and he gets traded, but he ended up with the Chargers. The whole Drew Brees situation, him getting hurt, it was awkward, but that was a good battle. Both quarterbacks were playing really well until both still playing Drew really well. Brees got hurt. Yeah, they're two of the probably top six quarterbacks in the yeah. league. I'm probably biased. Cole shaking his head. He's like, again, I really like Philip Rivers. I think Rivers is top. I would say Breeze is like, you can make the argument Breeze is three. Yeah. But Rivers Brady, is Rogers, seven. Breeze. It gets Brady, Rogers, Breeze, and then it's an argument. People would say Wentz, Goff. Yeah, yeah, which is fair. Russell Wilson, well. Big Ben. Yeah. But, yeah. but he's, up there. he's up there either way. So that's the quarterback controversy I'm going with. I like it. Though. I'm glad we pick t- such a tough word to say in controversy. Quarterback controversy? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's just you. Uh, number three on my list. You are not old enough to remember this. And I don't think anyone else in the room is if they were listening either. Phil Sims, Big Phil, our buddy Chris's dad, against Jeff Hostetler. Another g- example where a guy got hurt. Phil gets hurt. Hostetler comes in, takes him through the playoffs. And it seemed like, and I, I was a, a teenager or maybe not even at the time, from the outside looking in, it seemed like Bill Parcells never really liked Phil Sims. So it was like any opportunity he had to play someone else, he did. And Jeff Hostetler had, I mean, when he was with the Giants, had like a nice little run. Never really culminated in him becoming anything anywhere else. But um, that it was like 91, I think he played 12 games. I can remember this one, not as like on TV, but... Tecmo, Tecmo Super, Bowl. Super Bowl. Like you had to pick which one you wanted. And Hostetler, I believe, was the guy that they had starting. Yeah. And you always put Sims in. I don't remember because I can barely remember the game. I was like four years old. So the 91 Giants, that was a good year. I mean, and Hostetler was, he was the dude. He had that sweet ass mustache and then he ended up being a Raider for a while. Yeah. I remember that. Oh, never mind. They went eight and eight that year. What am I smoking? I don't know. Phil went one and three. Hostetler went seven and five. Mm. Oh, How about this is that? hilarious. Look at, I don't know. I'm <laughs> in a weird rabbit hole on, on the whole season. The team threw 13 touchdowns. Could you imagine How that now? yards? You got yards up there. 3,025. Yeah. That's it's not, just different, different world. 13 touchdowns. So that's they rushed, rushed for 16. They didn't score a lot. That's what that's telling me. It's also 91. It's like when you race a Prius. You <laughs> yeah. don't win a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Next one for me. It's a hot topic because oh, can't wait. I can just tell you, I don't like any of these guys, but they had a quarterback controversy. A One of them ended up being a Heisman Trophy winner in the first pick in the draft. One of them ended up being the number 10 pick in the draft and took over for the Chiefs. One of them we thought was going to take over for Eli Manning and be the future there. So I'm going with that Texas Tech quarterback trio. These dudes, Pat Mahomes who is my favorite one, and I kind of secretly root for him and try to ignore oh, the fact that he went to that. Tech, beat these guys out. He sent a Heisman, a future Heisman Trophy winner. Who won five packing. games. Get the fuck out of town. We don't he need you. He went five and oh. Yeah, so you get those guys. I can't believe that Tech had all three of them at one time. But they also didn't win, like, any games. They went four and eight, seven and six, five and seven. You have all that talent at quarterback, and the Red Raiders just... Still suck. Cliff Kingsbury is one of the weirdest things to me in college football because, as you like to say, he was so hot in the streets right when he came and became the head coach. Like 2013. Oh, everybody thought he was going to be like some great recruiter. And uh, no, 
No. Nope. His best season has been eight and five, and it was 2013. Yeah. yeah. After uh, that, nothing. I mean, they went six and six last year. I think he's a guy that's on the hot seat. I know he's at his alma mater, but that's why you don't not looking good. Like there. You, you do a Scott Frost, go to Oregon, go to UCF, then go home. Right. You got to, you know, earn it back. Yes. Like you can't just go be the get it offensive coordinator at A&M and then be a head coach. He's so. making $3.9 million a year though. I mean, it's not a bad look. He's probably just the king of where Lubbock, Lubbock, Texas. Ooh, yeah. Congratulations. That's, that's like, I would rather be the king of Joplin than the king of Lubbock, Texas. I would too, but I've also never been to Lubbock. So I'm going with that trio uh, for my there. quarterback controversy. I'm glad Pat Mahomes won that job. He also just looked best in the uniform. Well, he could throw the ball. Which I think hundred yards. In. You've never been to Lubbock? No, it's out in West Texas. Why well, it's in the the top, the boot heel or nope. whatever. They, they call it a boot heel from Missouri. It's not in Dallas or Austin. I probably haven't been there. It's an interesting little town. That's yeah, a shithole. I'm reading about the demographics now. So, hook them. It's about the size of Joplin. Not interested. A lower education rate. <laughs> Shocker. All right. Number the two. The only way I'm ever going to Lubbock is to tear down that fucking statue they have. What statue do they have? The horse, the raider, and its ass is pointing towards Austin. Really? <laughs> Which is pretty creative, but I want to. Why like? Thing. Why are you picking on your big brother who's beat your ass for the entirety of your life? Why I don't understand why people like oh fuck Texas. Like, oh yeah, and I know Texas is a little down right now, but te- like Texas Tech would be happy to be seven and five. Yeah, they're not even like on the radar for no. being like a true Oklahoma rivalry. is not, like, the, the rival. same with A and M. Like get the fuck out of here. You're not even close to what Texas right. has. You had Johnny Menzel. Your best year is our shit year. Like, you're getting fired if you go 8-5 and at Texas. Yeah. If you look at Charlie Strong, Texas Tech would nut themselves to have a Charlie Strong-type run. It probably won't ever happen. Won't happen, but their coach can dance. Congratulations. (laughs) And he looks good in those sunglasses. If I had to pick a a second team in the state of Texas to like, it would be TCU. Or Houston. Just the not University the of Houston and Major Applewhite's their head coach. Yeah, there you go. Oh, okay, that would be. And that of at Oliver for twelve more games. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Number two. I remember watching this game where Patriots Jets Bledsoe gets destroyed by Mo Lewis, and you're like, "Oh, that was a hard hit." Oh, he's not getting up. Uh, hey, he's actually not getting up. And then here comes old number twelve. Skinny kid from Michigan, second year in the league, takes over and struggles at first. You know, they kind of run the ball a lot, play good defense. And then the playoffs come around. And it's like, what are they going to do? Who are they going to start? And Belichick throws those nuts on the table, says, we're going to go Brady. And then Brady got hurt and Belichick had a good, or uh, Bledsoe had a good game. And it's like, no, we're still going with Brady. And they win a Super Bowl over the thought to be unstoppable St. Louis Rams. Yeah. And the legend good began. But for a moment in time, and Bledsoe was one of the first $100 million men in the NFL, maybe the first. And so that factored into it as well. And Bob Kraft loved him. And he had taken them to one Super Bowl before. Right, in 94. So uh, it is, like, it's easy to forget how hard that decision was now in hindsight. And I'm not going to be Bill Polian here, but no one knows me better than you. And I just want someone to validate the fact that I was a Brady guy at Michigan. Oh, yeah, through and through. Like, you've talked about it before, how you were kind of a Michigan fan, and you were a big Tom Brady guy. Like, you supported him the whole time. I think you probably, like, 
were ecstatic when Bledsoe got hurt because Brady was coming. I was so happy. And you don't want to see a guy almost die on the sidelines. No. Which segues perfectly to yours. Yeah. This guy ruptured his spleen and it was also involved in a controversy. I'm going with our boy, Chris Sims, here at Bleacher Report. That quarterback controversy, Sims openly talks about it. They fucking hate each other. I, they still don't talk. I want to get them like in a room together somehow. Ooh. Like we need to get that reunion and I want to be there. I was a full on Chris Sims supporter. I thought this he should have been playing. Like, if let's just like brotherly, like let's call bullshit. You loved Chris and I liked Major Applewhite. Yeah. You and we've told Chris this face to face. Yeah. Like, so I don't think you just favored Major Applewhite as a player. I think you probably actually hated Chris Simmons. As a player? As a player. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I loved him as a player, and he's one of the nicest dudes in the world. Like I love him now. Got the chance to meet him like a couple times. Super nice. I was rooting for him the whole time. But we gotta get those two back together. I think the next time we do for a, the universe. Let's do a Simpson left coast stick to football crossover. And just not tell him that Major's going to be there. Yeah. Oh, it looks like we have a call in. Yeah. wonder who this is. It's, it's a- Major in Houston. Houston. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, he's kind of our height. We could just be like, this is our other brother. Yeah, just bring Major. him in like a hood or something. Right, you wouldn't know. They're red hair. I wonder if they would fight each other. we got to ask him that. What's weird is there's, we actually just need to have Chris on as a guest. Yeah, and just talk about like, about like college football. His days at Good Texas. idea. Uh, they're so different because Chris is like 6'4", 6'5". He was the number one recruit in the nation. It was yeah. a huge get for Texas that Phil's kid is like going to go yeah, play he was in gonna go to Was he going to go to Ole Miss? He was going to follow David Cutcliffe, maybe to Tennessee. And Cutcliffe got fired and ends up at Ole Miss. But Eli's there. So that's how he ended up at Texas. He has. A, we just need to get him on because he has a great story about all of it. And I don't want to misinterpret it. But yeah. I've heard him talk about before how... Mac Brown made him room with Major Applewhite. They had to be roommates on the road. I mean, it was just crickets yes. in that hotel like, room. Knowing Chris, he should have roomed with, like, Roy Williams. Yeah. Or Cedric. They, was, they had there. all kinds of yeah. talent on that team. Like Or no, Benson was he there. He probably would have been, like, a freshman. Yeah. Roy and Chris would have been a great room. Bo Scaife. Bo Scaife. Yeah. Mike yeah. Williams, the right tackle. Right. Get those oh, two in the room together. Yeah. Leonard Davis. Yeah. Good team. So those are really good team. Uh, yeah, we definitely, the mental reminder, you guys can get at me. We need to just get Chris on the podcast. That'd be a lot of fun. Uh, number one, and it is the greatest rivalry of all time at the quarterback position. Uh, they, back before Twitter and social media and everything, it was kept under wraps pretty well until Steve Young wins a Super Bowl with the San Francisco 49ers after the 1994 season. And he's caught on camera looking at Jerry Rice saying, get this monkey off my back. And Jerry pretends like in the, pull the monkey room. Out of, Right. And you realize like the, it was like the Berlin Wall falling. And the hatred between Steve Young and Joe Montana was not advertised at the time. I mean, I think the beat writers probably knew. But it, again, this was in an era where you, you didn't publicize that stuff. But Joe Montana and Steve Young... Before the end, before Montana got to where like he couldn't tie his shoes because his back was so bad, like in the 91, 92 seasons when Joe would be hurt, Steve would carry him through the regular season, Joe would come back for the playoffs. So that is the greatest rivalry that I've ever seen at any position in any sport. And for the record, I liked Steve Young better. All right, folks, let's close this baby out with some just the tip. It's been a fun show talking a lot of college football, so much college football, and I'm I'm ready. My 
I have started preparing a Pinterest board for the college football kickoff weekend. Three days of football. What's on it? I haven't really. My girlfriend did. Whatever. There's a Pinterest board that I've been shared on. There's a Facebook invite that has been sent out. It's going to be a great day. Uh, We've got a ton of preseason football on right now. You should read that invite. The sounds college like football a little kid birthday party it, is what it sounds like. I, I got to wear a costume. Fill in, the, it, fill in the space. I'll find it here. <laughs> we are going to hit you with our just the tips. You guys come through another week. Just as a reminder, they make me say it every week. We are not trained professionals. So if you do something stupid, don't come knocking on my door, buddy, because I didn't force you to do it. We are going to get into some of them. But first... Let's hear this invite Here for your college football I did kickoff not write this. party that we're having. I did this not write is this. fucking great, and we haven't talked about it yet. It's I Again, I didn't write this. For and the other people in the room, have you read this? I And she listens like every other week, so I hope this is a week she listens. Well, we're, we're making a lot of fun okay, of her. And we're also not given like any context or background. We're going to have a party for the first week of college football. Yes. So your girlfriend made a Facebook event because people still do that. Yes. Inviting everybody over. She also made a graphic. Wow. Yeah. So there's a custom graphic, which I should tweet out. Here it is. It's finally that time of year, and we want to kick it off right. Game started at 11 a.m., and all are welcome all day with the official party starting at 6 p.m. Food and drink will be provided, but feel free to bring your favorite football snack or adult beverage and support your favorite college team gear. <laughs> That's the part that gets me. Where are your favorite college team gear? I don't. <laughs> because I'm 12 years old. <laughs> I'm going to bring a pillow, too. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe my, <laughs> my sleeping mat. bag. Yeah. Are you gonna wear a Texas jersey? No, I'm gonna wear whatever I roll out of bed and yeah. put on on a Saturday. You will probably spend the night it's, Friday night because yeah. there's a game on. It's football season. Like I'll probably have burnt orange on, but only because it'll be like leftover Dorito cheese, <laughs> <laughs> like on my fingers slash face. Yeah. Cheeto. Have you seen the Cheeto glove things? I've been talking about them a lot. Lately. I still haven't. You did. They're like finger cots that you wear to eat like Cheetos or Doritos, so you don't get the dust on everything. Now, see, I'm kind of out on that because I like the dust. That's what? like second snack. No. Yes. No. These listeners, come on, back me up here because Matt is usually wrong on food takes. That's true. Having the cheese on your fingers from like a Cheeto or a Doritos. Then you get all of your wonderful. phone. Lick it off before you go <laughs> to your phone. That's what I do. Like Jameis eating that W. Yeah, exactly. Or- you know what I've recently discovered, though, in love? Warm bean dip. Like authentic bean dip, not like that shitty like canned yeah. Doritos thing. Well, that's that when you we pull the top off like cat food. Arizona, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like bean dip's good. I've always been a fan. Bean dip's good. I don't know bean how to dip. get the real bean dip. Back a long time ago, I used to make my own. Maybe I'll do that for the college football kickoff, kickoff party. <laughs> Bring my own snacks and drinks are provided. Support your favorite team gear. <laughs> I didn't know drinks and food were provided. I just read that. Like, oh, oh they are. Okay. So I am bringing okay. shit to this thing. Except for an empty belly. That's all I got for you. Uh, Here's what I would actually love this week. iTunes reviews, Twitter, or Reddit. Let us know. If you were going to do a four-day college football bender, what food is a must that you can have at home? Like Everybody's going to be like, wings. I'm not making wings. And then, I don't know, when they go bad after like yeah. a while, I'm not eating I'm talking four wings. days. Like, I might need like DiGiorno pizzas. Like, just stock my freezer. Soft pretzels. That's Soft pretzels. Brownies. All right, let's kick this thing off. We've bullshitted long enough. People need our help, so let's get into it. A buddy of mine has been in a long-distance relationship with this girl he met at AnimeCon for three months and has now verbally committed to move there for two years. Should I try to talk him out of it? I, I'm raising my hand. I have so many questions. 
What? Anime con. I don't know. I'm not going to get stuck on that. I don't even think I want to Google (laughs) it. I'm not going to get stuck on that. I think you're uh, just asking the FBI to look at your search history. How did he, why did he agree to move there for two years? Yeah, did he like, say, is he contract? locked in like, on a phone deal? Yeah, like, what is this? Yeah, it's <laughs> like direct TV. Uh, I, no, don't try talking about it. No, because that's just going to strain your relationship with him. I think you can give a, for the record, I think this is a bad idea, but you need to learn on your own. In my experience, your buddy's probably not going to listen to it anyway. Why would you say it like that? <laughs> so it doesn't really matter what you're going to say. Is he making a mistake? Yeah. He's only known the girl for three months. Now you're going to commit to it for whatever reason. You're signing like a lease or something, I guess, for two years. So whatever. You should probably Who at least... a two-year lease? At least question it and be like, hey, are you, are you sure about this? Are you... You haven't really known each other that long. Are you sure this is something you want to do? You know who invented the pros-cons list? Ben Franklin. And I would maybe do one of those. He also invented the bifocal. And electricity. (laughs) And probably had venereal disease. That's TBD. I read the whole book and it didn't mention it. Well, would you put that in your biography? It was... (laughs) It's your Chapter body. three, <laughs> yeah. questionable Bicyclist. life decisions. Yeah. <laughs> my oozing member. Uh, Kids yeah. that my wife doesn't know about and syphilis. Yeah, that was more Thomas Jefferson. Right. Yeah. So I would right. try to talk to your buddy. It can't hurt. Like, what's he going to say? Like, if he gets upset just don't about it, push whatever. too hard. Yeah, you don't have to do anything to piss him off, but at least yeah. let him know. You just want to set yourself up for the I told you so. Oh, yeah, which is a great the moment. Best. Trust me. I know. Speaking from experience, long-time listener, first-time caller, girlfriend and I went to a Panic at the Disco concert, my favorite band, and she's getting pretty into them. They're coming back to Ohio in January. Do I shell out the money to go back and see them again or use that money to get pretty good Colts tickets? I was going to say, this feels like a Dan's, Dan Barnes question. It's I don't even know if it is because you don't have the names, but it right. has to be. Right. Well, I started to feel weird. Like, everybody was DMing me, and I didn't know if they wanted their names. So let us know. Uh, sorry, Dan so Barnes. We're going to tell everyone who this you is. went and saw them in concert. If it's the same tour, it's going to be the same concert. Yep. Yep. No, don't go back. No, My ex-wife used to concert. do this. We would follow. Used to. She still does. We would follow Aaron Lewis from city to city throughout the Midwest. And I hated it, but I went along because it's like, I'm just going to drink beer and like go to new cities. That's fine. I like traveling, but it's the same show. Like if you play Kansas City one night. Springfield the next night, you're not changing anything up. Right, yeah. Graphics, lighting, or whatever. You're it's all going to be the same. Advance. Well, he was playing like high school gyms, so they didn't have graphics and lighting. Imagine old <laughs> Panic at the Disco is a little different. And I'm sure that they put on a, like a great show, and it's awesome. You got to go see him play, but I'm with you. I wouldn't go back to the same <laughs> show. I, why not do both? Like You have that experience from Panic at the Disco. Cool. Now go get yourself some Colts tickets. Like Andrew Luck is probably going to be back. I would wait till like week four until I buy tickets just to make sure. Yeah, but then no, I was he's back. back. He's back. I have an article coming out about it. He's back. Well, I don't believe it yet. So oh, spoiler back. alert on your article. Yeah, he's. Back. I would do the concert and the football game. But you would do both. Well, 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 I mean, he already did the Whoa, concert. Somebody got a raise. No, he already did the concert. So then I would do the football game. Our governor. Ties a girl up, blackmails her, gets indicted, gets resigns, and you start talking about all the money you have. <laughs> yeah, that's just weird. Let me tell you, <laughs> loaded over here on this Teacher end of salary. the table. I'm just, I'm wiping my ass with hundred dollar bills. You guys are so lazy. <laughs> I'll tell you that. 
I'm joking, by the way. Next, uh, yeah. next one. Disclaimer, I'm joking. No teachers beat me up. I don't have a lot of free time to watch football. I'm in Scotland, so watching live games is tough. I was going to try to do a I Scotland accent, but then I couldn't think of it. I almost went Australian. Yeah. <laughs> when in doubt, just go Australian. Yeah. Is it better to spend my time watching fewer games in full or games in the 40-minute condensed version you can get on Game Pass? Thanks, Love Robbie from Edinburgh. I think it's better to do the 40 minute condensed. I actually really like the 40 I minute love condensed. It. I've been watching a lot of film on it. That's I don't know if go. I'm like missing out on things, but you get that whole game. You're missing out on commercials. Yeah, and, and like they're outs. gonna cut out the huddle and stuff like that that you don't really need. So yeah. I would say go with that 40 minute version. I agree. Like, who yep. cares? You're in Scotland, press for time, check out that condensed version. Yeah, and it condensed version throughout the season is a lifesaver for me because I mean, everyone knows like part of my job is still to cover the NFL, so I have to still stay up on it while covering college football and the draft. So uh, it is definitely a lifesaver to do it that way. So uh, next question, Scotland. I love that we have listeners from Scotland. All over the globe. We really it's do. It's like a ludicrous song. Different area codes. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't know this song. Okay. <laughs> no, you probably think it's Nelly. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Did he have a Band-Aid? <laughs> No, I don't think so. That was Nelly. Okay. (laughs) I normally drink beer and rarely drink mixed drinks. Same. What's the best rail slash mixer to go with? My go-to is Jack and Coke, but want to try new drinks. Uh, Our go-to is kind of the American Honey and Dr. Pepper. That's a good one. you go Diet Dr. Pepper because it's too sweet if you go Dr. Pepper. See, I don't mind it with the fully leaded Dr. Pepper. It's too sweet for me. <laughs> no, so I mean, either way, you're you're all set. I there. also really love like Tito's and tonic, and I Tito's is really the only only vodka I'll drink because it doesn't have that like really bitter taste to it. And for whatever reason, I can I could drink a handle of Tito's and not get hungover. I'm all about Tito's as well too, but I go Tito's and Sprite. Yeah, and not the tonic, but kind of. I mean, t- I'll it's just carbonated. Yeah, put uh, a lime in there. Long Island's are still very good if you're in. There's no rail there. I mean, there's a, they run a can of Coke across it. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. quickly. Like, yeah. <laughs> Spritz it. It's like, <laughs> like salt a bag. bad cat. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. A little bit. A little bit there. <laughs> I haven't had a Long Island in a while. Uh, I haven't had a good one since Nashville, I don't think. <laughs> a lot of times when I travel... Like, can't put I, a disclaimer on death. <laughs> on death. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, but Dan. if they die, they can't sue us, so... Quid pro quo. Look for uh, that recipe. When I do travel and have to... There are times, like, at the Combine... Where I know I'm going to be out till four in the morning, and so you want to drink, so Tito's and tonic is my go-to because it'll it's like a steady buzz, but you're hydrated and there's no it's not filling, so you don't get like that bloated and there's no hangover. And that's why I drink Natty Light. And I don't know why we like we are just brand whores and get nothing in return. We are we pimp out everything like every brand that we truly use. We talk about just openly. We're not even like, oh, this light beer that I really like, yeah. this deodorant that works pretty I'm gonna well. I'm going to start opening the show with what I'm wearing. Let's just start sending them invoices. Be like, oh, yeah, we you know mentioned what? you on the show. Yeah, that'll be $500. Wearing, just anyone's cur- Ugg boots, American <laughs> Eagle jeans, and this is a chap shirt with a Nike tank top and an <laughs> Apple watch. There you go. So if you heard your name, gonna go you ahead and send that $1,000. Yep, put that in the mail. We want it now. Next, just the tip question. My friend is having a destination wedding in Florida in two months and just asked me to be the best man. What are some good, quick bachelor party ideas to throw together? 
It's the old go-to, man. Just go Nashville. to a strip club. Oh. You know, I mean, he's in Florida. It's a destination wedding already. Go to a strip club. You're a dude. Just do it. So is he also going to Florida? I'm confused. I feel he's like, going to be the best man, so I hope he's in Florida. Well, like destination wedding, I never know if that means like you're uh, just going. Oh, that's like, true. You know, eloping. Yeah, it could just be like them. Like, little shotgun type situation. Uh, or if it's. If they're doing it in two months, I'm guessing they haven't done a whole lot of planning. Yeah. Man, I always think this is like maybe not extravagant, but I think you just like do a barbecue and watch, like do it on a Saturday, have a barbecue, watch college football, set up some cornhole, some beer pong, just like maybe get a couple kegs and just hang out with your boys. Like whoever has the nicest backyard or who has like a good basement set up or even like a big garage, you can make this work. Tell everybody to bring a TV, plug them in. You're good to go. And I would go the complete opposite and just go off the fucking rails. You would just... Yeah, that's a bachelor party. Like, live it up. You can have a barbecue anytime you want. Fuck that shit. So, in a hypothetical world where you were planning a bachelor party, what would you do if there was no budget? Me? Yeah. I'd go to Vegas and hit the world's largest strip club. <laughs> Is that really I what you saw the do? sign. Yeah, you said no budget. It's my bachelor party, we're yeah. assuming? Yeah. So, I'm 41 years old in 11 <laughs> years? And $10,000 richer. Yeah, so. I'm going to go fucking make it rain. In Vegas? Uh, on a strip? Yeah. I'm going to get one that I'm going to go buffet. in the desert and shoot those guns, too, though. I don't even and, care. Or ride the, the ATVs on the desert. Okay, and then when you're like done, that. come pick me up. I'll be in the strip club still. <laughs> I do all that. <laughs> you do three days. Guns, yeah. ATVs. Sure. But it's a bachelor party. It's your last night. You're getting married the first you time around. You two weeks ago were like, you gave up your last night a long time ago. <laughs> but I'm not saying do anything stupid oh, like right, right. cheat on her. No, but it is your last and night. And if she's not okay with the strip club, don't do it. Like, don't be sneaking around. No, no, never do that. It is not worth it. I would get as wild as you can legally with, like, out getting in trouble in your marriage. I agree. That's me every Thursday night. So, Well, yeah. you just said you would have a fucking barbecue. And I was just trying to make it easy College on the football guy. kickoff. Uh, so, <laughs> if you want to... <laughs> I'm flummoxed over here. Let's go to Vegas, apparently. Well, I'm not getting married anytime soon, so you don't have to worry about that. I thought Cole was, but thanks a lot. Nope, ruined that one for yes, you. Yes, he did. But maybe we go to a listener's bachelor party. We have one wedding that we're going yes. to. Mason's. We need to get that. I don't know if we got invited to a bachelor party. Did we get nope. invited to one in Wisconsin? Yes. That's a long drive. It we'll is. see what we'll happens. Happen. All right, next question. My friend. <laughs> Okay. My friend works with a pretty fat guy who claims he could beat up at least two chimpanzees. We think this guy won't last 30 seconds with one chimp. What do you guys think? He won't. No. He won't last. I love the way this whole question. It just starts off. My friend works with a pretty fat guy. Like, that's relevant. Even. But wait, but he's pretty fat. Does that change what you think about what would happen? I want the backstory on this. Like, how does this conversation even start? And I love that you guys run it by us. I'm going to say two chimps definitely kick his ass. I am too. Like, how these things aren't small. They're like 120 pounds. No, he won't win. Those things rip people's faces off. And yeah. I'm not even like they are bullshitting right now. I mean, three foot eight, and they could get up to, yeah, 75 to 130 pounds. Their gestation period is 240 days. That's a long time. That is. Jesus. Wow. And they have like the strong ass grip with those huge hands. You know, they can climb all over you. So, in case you're wondering, you cannot legally own one as a pet. 
Really? Yeah, Google says, we cannot stress this strongly enough. Chimpanzees do not make good pets. And in many locations, have a, having a chimp as a pet is illegal. Yeah, because they will rip your face off. There's no okay. way this dude can... Mitch just helped us out. A chimpanzee had, pound for pound, as much as twice the strength of a human when it came to pulling weights. So chimpanzees are stronger than humans. And they're quicker. They're agile. They're, they're smaller, the so they're harder to No, there's no way. I am with you guys. He couldn't last 30 seconds with one chimp. The thing is, how do you piss the chimp off enough to, like, exactly. to know it has to but fight? Very smart creatures. You could train this thing. Oh, like MMA. Like Planet of oh, the Apes. Man. We just get a whole army. I think we'd try to do chimp fights. I think that's probably man still chimp. illegal, Michael Vick. <laughs> no, no. It's a guy versus the chimp. <laughs> yeah, the thing is still a chimpanzee fighting. They're going to win every time. Is it, is it really illegal? <laughs> PETA, help me uh, out with this. I don't know. Maybe murder. I don't know where that falls. I'm not a lawyer. So. <laughs> yeah. Man, I would not fuck with a chimpanzee. There are no. some animals I'd like square up on. Like, honestly, that might be the last animal that I would want to Anything fight. in, like, the, like, gorilla, ape, like, that whole mm-hmm. family of animal, not. Spider monkey. Maybe. So you would probably just say, like, a gorilla is probably, like, the most badass animal that there is. No, a lioness. No, sir. Good try. <laughs> yeah. That was a good try. Pitt State gorillas. Badass southern lion. Best mascot in the world. If a lion and a gorilla fought. A lion would win. No, they wouldn't. I think we've had this discussion before. And it's neither of us are zoologists. They can stand on their back legs and just punch, literally punch. Lions can stand on their back legs too. And what do they get? Oh, scratch Scratch you and bite. Yeah. What about when the gorilla grabs both those hands and just rips them apart? (laughs) It's going to rip his arm off and throw it? Yes. It's a gorilla. They could easily rip your arm off. Mine, not a lion's. Or a lion's arm. I'm Googling I think the only thing that even stands a chance against a gorilla would be like a grizzly bear. That's a fight I'd pay for. There's a YouTube video of a lion (laughs) and a gorilla fighting. There's no way it's real. They live on different continents. Like, if you told me tiger and gorilla, I might believe that. There's a Reddit thread. So so it's got to be true. It's a male lion versus silverback gorilla. So main advantage for the gorilla is arm length and bite. Yeah, so reach. But his jaws are short, and his bite is small. So, And is it a, you said male lion? Yep. Little bitches so is what they are. It has, the Lazy. male lion has advantage. It has claws and a powerful jaw, jaw that can do severe cutting. So, and, You told uh, me it was a whole pride of girl lions? They'll yeah, fuck they you up. Yeah, they really, yeah. I don't know. I would like to. Just admit it. The gorilla is the best I would like to animal see the fight. I would, too, because it'd be over in 30 seconds like the fat like, guy and the chimp. Can we not do shark week, but it's a lion and a Oh, they should do, fight. like, yeah, like monkey week or something, chimpanzee week. The gorilla gets some Jungle attention. week. Yeah, like the gorilla predator is week. like the great white shark. Just do predator. He gets all the attention. Predator week. Let's work on that. You and I. We'll start. Show. <laughs> I don't even know where this started. <laughs> I don't either. Last question. It's yours. All right. Dang, it's a long one. Uh, I have a just a tip question for you this week. I'm in the middle of weighing three completely different job opportunities, one of which would move me across the country. I've been looking to getting closer to home, but the jobs in New York would be unbelievable career move. Do you guys have any advice on how to weigh a life-changing decision like that? And what should be more important, taking a job based on the lifestyle you want or accepting a lifestyle based on a better career opportunity? Uh, I think there are a lot of factors that went into that. Like, uh, like for me, I've had uh, over the course of the last eight years, job offers to go work else, bigger cities, go to New York, go to LA, go to San Francisco, whatever it might be. 
And for me, family was most important, so I opted to stay here. So I probably sacrificed some money and some prestige and some face time in order to continue to stay around family. So I think that's like what matters most to you. Are you are you single? Like, do, are you close to your family? Obviously, you probably don't have kids. That would factor in. But uh, I think it's just like what's your end game? Yeah, and I know this listener, so I know that he's spent some time in New York, and he's probably ready to get back home. And I think if you're even like really weighing those options, you see where it is and how important well, that is to you. And that's the thing. Like, if you're living in New York and you're not from there. I don't know that many people are cut out to stay there. Like, it's somewhere to go great, like, get your boots wet, and then try to get somewhere different. It's like forgetting Sarah Marshall. Like, Hawaii is great. I just don't think I could stay right. there for a while. Right. That kind of dig that you're taking on right. everyone that you work with. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I'm i with I you, do. though. Like, New York is cool, but at the same time, being close to home, it's you almost can't put a price tag on that. Like, just being around and I think it's like a group. So, say you could make... $100,000 in New York. That's like making $50,000 almost anywhere else outside of, you know, San Francisco, San yep. Diego, you know, like the Washington, D.C. So if you're going to come to uh, Chicago, St. Louis, Kansas City, you know, Denver, Phoenix, anywhere like that, <clears throat> like money is just so different in those places compared to New York. Yep. Yep. And it doesn't snow, and like if you like if you like warm weather, I would be like in Austin. It's not dirty. Like New York is New York the dirtiest is so dirty. city I've ever been in. It just reeks San Francisco is the most homeless the city I've ever been in, and New York is the dirtiest. Yes, it's not good. Not good, buddy. It's not good. There's a lot of stuff up there, but I don't know. I I think you got to get back to your roots, get back home where it all began. And if you're young, you can always change it. Yeah, go back. You're not tied down. If so. you're successful, it sounds like in your field you have three different job opportunities. Right. I bet you that after a couple of years, if you decide you don't like it, you can go back. Have you looked at the emerging Southwest Missouri market? Maybe you want to come hang out with some podcasts. I guys. mean, Branson's not that far away. Right. I'm sure they need marketing people. Yeah, they, they definitely do. Uh, the Kansas, Kansas City's Metropolis. growing. Yeah. So, yeah. A bad little place called Web City, Missouri. Great football team. All kinds of business, like they have a Walmart, the sub shop, Taco Bell. Yep. Uh, so you could do that. Joplin's getting a Burger King now. Ooh, we just got a Dairy Queen. Right. Pretty excited about. <laughs> cool. Also, Burger King and Dairy Queen also send uh -huh. those checks. Yeah. So we just yeah. shouted you out. Yep. So paid the bills this week. <laughs> yeah, we'll get those invoices in next the mail. Next week. Oh, baby. Is that next week? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. I don't know. really excited up. about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Next week. Full house. Full house. Not the show, but we are going to have Connor Rogers join us for a Friday oh my show. Gosh, that'll ready. be good. Ready. We're going to get him loosened up with a couple beers before. If that's the what he said, he said us. he's ready to get out here and drink because the bosses will be here as well. Producer whiskey, and then our podcast director Jesse's going to be here. And so, make sure if this is your first time listening, you are subscribed on Apple Podcasts, so you can get it every Wednesday and Friday morning. I've heard rumors that we might be going to three shows a week. Maybe those are the rumors. I also have some sweet stick football gear to give away. So, oh, I've been saving this for the end of the show. You guys ready? Is everyone sure. is everyone listening? Okay. I have Should a PlayStation be. 4 Madden code to give away. First person um, to enter it gets it. Here it is. 2, Q as in queen, H, F as in Frank, 4, T, N as in knight, 3, N as in knight, Q as in queen, 7, Q as in queen. That's it. 2, Q, H, F, 
4T in 3 in Q7Q. Put that in. First person to get it in there gets a free copy of Madden. Hey, dumbass, you spell night with a K. Night. <laughs> You're just confusing people. No, it's an N. But also, it doesn't really matter because I'm going to go home and punch in that code before this podcast you comes out anyway. And then that's all she wrote for you guys. But good opportunity, first person. I bet that this is gone by 2.30 in the morning. Because there's that one dude. Yeah, who uh, I, I, don't know how I said it. something about a t-shirt. And he, like, as ben soon Ar- as that shit comes out, he listens to it probably, like, two times speed. And just like, oh, they giving away anything? Doing any deals? Yeah. 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 So that's what we have going on this week. Make sure you stick with us and check us out. I know Matt and Connor will be doing their top 25 rookies. On yes, the midweek show, the list. we'll continue our top 25 college football teams. We'll be having our just a tip, top fives, all that stuff. And joined by Connor next week on the Friday show. So thank you for listening to us and come back and join us next week.